first reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3 to 5. A voice of one calling. In the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Amen. The second reading is taken from Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 to 20, entitled The Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptise them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. A year ago tomorrow, I led a service on the 1st of August, with exactly the same first reading, which was something I didn't realise until I actually thought about the service last week. Last Sunday, I wasn't too sure what I'd be doing today. And last Sunday, I was given this reading. And last Sunday... I knew, as I was walking home from church to my home, what I was going to talk on today. When I looked at my notes, it seemed to confuse people because I actually sent my notes for last week's last year's sermon. I realised that I used the same readings. The first one, not the second. Can the reading on the screen again, please, please? This one. That's the reading I chose last year. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places are plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed. And all the people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. 
Last year, I'm not going to, this isn't a quiz time, okay, I'm not going to ask you what I've talked about last year. But if anyone can remember it, I'll be very impressed. Uh, no, there's no mountains involved in this one. There was footsteps involved, but it's not mountains. This time last year, we were looking at bridges. And it came to me a few weeks earlier that it wasn't bridges I was looking at. We were not asked to build bridges. Jesus is the bridge. What we were to do was to build roads. What we were to do were to make a straight highway, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Isaiah told us this 3,000 years ago. It's repeated by John the Baptist 2,000 years ago, give or take a few weeks, at the Jordan. It's not just a curse me, but I've been thinking about it just now. That in Mark's Gospel, this is one of the first ones we hear about. John the Baptist says this, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. And in Matthew's Gospel, the last word to read about is Jesus giving us the Great Commission. So the beginning of Jesus' mission, his ministry, we are reminded of what Isaiah said, which John used. We're reminded of what it was about, of what we were supposed to be doing. And Jesus, at the end, gives us a bit of a task. Go away and convert the planet. This reading has been given time and time and time again in this church since then. It's been given to elders on at least one or two occasions. It's been given to prayer meetings. I'm not saying this is the one. I'm sure the Lord speaks to every single word of the Bible. But this is the one I'm going to talk about today. This one. On my notes last year, I did say I've got no suggestions how we are to build this road, this highway, other than in prayer. We don't have a detailed plan. I certainly don't. I can just about plan what for lunch. Though I can plan what my next working trip's going to be. I still don't know what the Lord wants us to do this year. But what I can do is remind you all of what God did with us last year. Just a little bit. Just a touch of what happened. Just a little bit of how God with us has built this highway. Started working on this highway into our community here at Birchwood to take people to Jesus, to take people to that bridge. We had an absolute brilliant alpha course this year. It was amazing. 
It was awe-inspiring. There's only half a dozen people there. It was great. Wasn't it bad? How was it, Mike? There man speaks. It was great. And the reason why you can't get enough of the place is probably to do with Alpha. A little bit. The Holy Spirit came in gentleness. The Holy Spirit came and reminded all of us just who he is and what he does and what part he does in this bridge, in this road building exercise. We had a great Christmas. Brilliant Christmas services. We have more people coming through the church again. It always does. Our Easter this year was one of the best Easter's I've ever seen in this church. Our Easter this year absolutely knocked my socks off. I didn't believe what was happening. I couldn't get my head out of the spirit was blowing his church away last Easter. From the, when we started on the Friday with our dramatised readings, the first one, which was just not the first six, and all the way through, and so many people from the church came up and joined a dramatised reading there of the great story. On the Saturday, we had a family day, but we invited people from our community to come to this church. People who don't normally come to this church. So we could tell stories. So people around the church could tell stories about what it is all about. On the Saturday. It was full. These people come along to find out what Easter was about. It was brilliant. On the Sunday, we had our own to breakfast. It was great. Again, we have, we have people who actually came in at the street the day before. The two girls who came to the came to Saturday, well, Saturday uh, day, they came on Sunday for the breakfast and was going home to Leeds the following day. Absolutely gobsmacking. We've had a continuous success of treats this year. Because all these people who came to these services, came to these families, came to our breakfasts, are our treats communities as well. We had a barn dance on a celebration of the, of the uh, anniversary of the church extension. Half full of people from the community. And we had the amazing, amazing streets of the park at the carnival. When we weren't too sure, how many times did we have to go and get cups, David? We can't count. We ran short of cups. Time and time and time again. Our treats team was, was literally lost about three inches a night. Just a day running around. It's a brilliant day. And the place is full. Our tables are full. And our tables wasn't full, just the church people sitting around saying, this is a good place to sit during the carnival. After people came to it, when people came to the carnival, came off the, came off the grounds. Come join us for coffees. We are taking God into the community. We're building these roads. This year, we did quite a bit of road building. And I look around me today, I can see faces there that wasn't here last year. 
actually faces here from our community that wasn't here last year. Not really now. And I don't know how this is happening. I suspect God's got something to do about it. It certainly isn't me. I don't know how this is happening. I can't tell you how much excited. Do I look excited? I should be. This is a brilliant time. Two weeks time, we've got baptisms for people who wasn't here last year. We've seen Jenny being baptised in two weeks. And I believe it's in two weeks. Andy here is joining us. The Bennett's are joining us real soon. You're members. We're already talking today about Carol and Julia's sister who came to church a few months ago. People who join us and come and see us and come and experience the Holy Spirit, experience God building his roads from this place with us. We know road building can be a bit difficult. That's a road. Can you all see that? Can we just dip the lights down a bit there, please, for us? I've been taking this one. This is Route 66. Go on. Start singing Route 66 if you like. Right, this is Route 66. That road looks like it's gone for quite a distance. When you blow up the picture, you see it actually still is right at the end there. That road. Road building can be a touch difficult. It's not easy levelling mountains and filling in valleys. I'm not a civil engineer. I'm not that intelligent. I'm a mechanical engineer. My civil engineering mates tell me levelling mountains and filling valleys doesn't come easy or cheap. Much better to go round things. But Isaiah doesn't tell us that. Isaiah just say, nip round that mountain because it's a bit difficult. It says level that mountain there and fill that valley. I've got to get there direct. It's not easy to clear rough ground. Sometimes any road burning is a problem. Does anybody here build roads for a living? I'm so pleased. I'm not just someone what I'm doing wrong. Road building is not easy and we get problems and stop. But in his strength, we can and we will get there. I would hate to start building my road round about there at the bottom saying, my target is up those mountains over there. I reckon that's about 20, 30 miles away. And if I woke up one day and thought, there I'm starting here, and I've got 23 miles to go, I'd be a bit um, worried, a little bit distraught. But you know what? We don't know where this road started from. They might have completed most of it. This was the last bit. The guy's British road, they might say, we've 
we've only got another 30 miles to go. And we're at the mountains. How easy is this going to be? It's a bit warm. It's about 200 degrees in the shade. But going for it. In his strength, we can do it. This rule burning goes hand in hand in what we're trying to do with this whole life discipleship approach to church. Because we build roads from the church, we also build roads in our lives, in our communities, in our community at work, in where we're doing, where we're at. We were talking to tomorrow. As I said before, there's a book at the end over the table there. Please take one per family. Per household. Next slide, please. That's a task that Jesus gave at the end of his uh, ministry, according to Matthew. Eleven disciples to turn up on a mountain, and Jesus said, I wait to meet me there. Some of them still doubted. He's been resurrected for six weeks. They've seen him half a dozen times, and some of them. Still doubt. I don't know how you do that yourself. But they're human beings like me and you. And Jesus says, Our authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Spirit, and in teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. It gives them quite a task. You know what? It wasn't just talking to them. It's talking to us indirectly. On their own, they wouldn't even go off the starting blocks. They'd be absolutely shocked at the thought they're going to go away from this mountain and convert a planet. But they weren't on their own. He says, surely I am with you always to the end of the age. And he was, and he definitely still is. Next slide, please. That's one of mine. There was a mountain somewhere. As a church elder, let me tell you, other than a broad idea about what we've planned, and our planning for the next bit of Thomas Ridgely Road Building, we have no firm idea of what to do next. Other than a lot of praying. Everything that's happened this year is a direct result of people praying, people listening on God, people talking about what they think God is saying, and the servant of others. Can I mention prayer? It's probably a good time to be practical. Practical praying for beginners taking place here just now. Can we pray? Lord, I pray. Any insight you want to give us personally, right now, of what he wants us to do personally today, tomorrow, and corporately 
as Thomas Risley, this coming year, this coming day, this coming week, Lord, I ask you to lead each one, lead one of us into what you want us to do. Let's just be quiet now and pray. Be quiet now and listen. If any of you have any time today, tomorrow, whenever, in your prayers, are you feeling any leading to what you think the church should be going, direction we should be looking at? Anything to help us build this road? Because believe me, we're on this road building exercise and it's doing well. We've only got another 3,000 miles to go, we'll soon be there. Please speak to myself and the elders, Andrew and Sally, when I get back, anybody. If you've been the Lord's been talking to you at all, today or tomorrow in your prayer time, please tell us. Seriously, the road building that's been taking place in this church, the outreach that's been taking place in this church has come directly from prayer. Has come directly from prayer, come directly from interpretation of prayer, discernment of it. I can't tell you how many elders' meetings we have. When we start an elders' meeting with an agenda, and halfway through it gets thrown away. Let me spend time in prayer instead. So please keep them playing in your house groups, at church, everywhere. Just let us know. This highway building, this level of ground, this removal of the rough stuff might well be easier than we think. Amen. Oh,